Thank you for tuning into the podcast. As always, I'm so grateful for your interest and your support. On May 20th of this year, one who was a soul friend to me died. His name was Father Michael Saylor. He was a Jesuit priest, and we have been friends for over 20 years. Now, by soul friend, I mean one with whom I could have heartfelt sharing and listening, one with whom there was reciprocal vulnerability. We could witness to each other the truth about ourselves, about our lives. We assisted each other in the pursuit of wisdom and finding our true purpose. There was something of the divine in this friendship, and I say that because I could see that we helped each other to move tenderly and purposefully toward God. This friendship grew and evolved over decades. This was decades of investment on both of our parts. When Mike told me that he was seriously ill with cancer, I have to say it was the first time I found myself asking, what am I going to do now? Because I just can't imagine my life without him. Of course, I have lost people I love and care for deeply, but this was the first time a death raised those particular questions for me. My experience of his death and my grieving has uncovered some wisdom and insights, and I'd like to share a few of those with you now. First of all, I can see that our friendship went through stages as we journeyed toward soulful friendship. First, there was election. We made a choice to enter into friendship, and we put in the time. From the beginning, there was an effort on both of our parts to be together. Looking retrospectively, I can see that our casual conversations were actually a way that we were ministering in friendship to each other. There was something from the very beginning that was caring and sincere. We intuitively knew that we valued each other and we wanted to be better friends. I believe that this intuition was God's grace, but we also made a choice to cooperate with that grace. And then we moved into a period of what we might call probation. We were discovering that there was a capacity for mutuality. We had shared interests. We were compatible. We learned that each of us could trust the other. And then we moved to what we might call admission. We let the other in. This is a stage of deepening trust and vulnerability. And then after years of journeying in friendship together, we transitioned to what we could call harmony. And that is, there was a deep, authentic peacefulness and gratitude for each other that emerged. I remember writing to Mike in a letter a few years ago that I think we're at a place of harmony. That's a place where we can say without self-consciousness and with ease, I love you. It's where we're able to easily express gratitude and appreciation for each other. While Mike was alive, I was able to say everything to him I ever wanted to say. I told him how much I appreciated and loved him, and he said the same to me. I realized what a gift it was to be able to do this, and I also realized that not all friendships will have that capacity for that kind of sharing and communication, and I know that we wish we could have it with our family members as well, and sometimes that's possible, but they might not be able to all reach that level, though we wish that were different. I think to be able to share like that is truly a gift from God. I'm grateful that I was given the words, the opportunity, 
the vulnerability and the courage to say all the things I did say to my friend Mike. I am not living with regret now that I didn't tell him how much I appreciated him. I was able to say that. Finally, I have an intuition that our friendship continues. I told him this in the weeks before he died. I said I am confident that no matter what happens, our friendship will endure. And I'm getting a sense now of how this will be. I've spoken in a previous podcast about the communion of saints. This is the traditional Catholic dogma that teaches us that those who have gone before us to the other side remain connected to us. We pray for each other. They are spiritual friends who stand with us in solidarity and love. And I'm finding guidance and inspiration in the the resurrection story from John's Gospel. And to me, this is explaining how the communion of saints is working in, in my particular experience here. Remember that first, Jesus is raised from the dead. He enters into a new, transformed life. And then Mary Magdalene meets him in the garden outside the tomb. And he says to her, do not cling to me. It's kind of a peculiar verse, but it has deep meaning for me now. Do not cling to me. For me, it has meant that while I grieve the death of my friend, and I am sad that the story we were creating together in this life has come to an end, ultimately I cannot cling to that because there is an opportunity for more. There's an opportunity for the next chapter. Back to the Gospel. Jesus tells Mary that he will ascend to the Father. And then we recall that he had promised that the Spirit would come. The Spirit marks the next new stage in Jesus' relationship with his community, with his friends. I sense that now my friend Mike is in his ascension. And in time, probably the time it will take for me to journey through the grieving process, Mike will return as Spirit. And this will be the next stage of our friendship. I will experience him through prayer, through intuitions of his presence, through synchronicities, and through dreams. I do believe that our loved ones can come to visit us in our dreams. More so, Mike will live within me when I intentionally bring into my life the values and ways of living that he role modeled for me. For example, he was very attentive to spending quality time with the people he cared about, extending invitations to visit, getting together for dinner, always making the effort, getting it on the calendar. He did that and it all added up to something. When Mike was at his best, when I bring that into my life, what Mike did when he was at his best, when that inspires me in a new and transformative way, I know then he is with me and our friendship grows. I can affirm that I have hope and anticipation, though I am feeling grief and loss. I am confident that my friendship with my dear friend Mike will continue, as it did for two decades, only better. For now, I have a soul friend among the saints who prays for me and all those he loves. Again, I thank you for listening. And with that, let's go into a few minutes of quiet meditation.